Welcome back, everybody. We have a law enforcement spat, a human trafficking bust, and the dying greens of Ross Bridge. My name's Ike Morgan, and we're down in Alabama. A pair of law enforcement agencies are in a feud that has grown increasingly public, reports AL.com's Carol Robinson. It all began a week ago. It was Wednesday of last week. Pleasant Grove police responded to a burglary where a man was suspected of breaking into a home and leaving with firearms. The suspect ran to his home and locked himself inside. So you had a burglary suspect, armed and barricaded, and according to Pleasant Grove PD, with a lengthy criminal history. Captain Danny Reed, quote, It was a very good chance this property crime would turn into something else, and so we called for backup. The police requested SWAT assistance, and the Jefferson County Sheriff's Office sent a SWAT team and a helicopter. That's where the stories between the two departments diverge. Pleasant Grove Police Chief Corky Knight told WVTM 13 that he was told the Sheriff's Department was told to stand down and that they should call on the Vestavia Hills Police Department SWAT team for assistance instead. Jefferson County Sheriff Mark Petway has said his office did not refuse to assist, but that his services were refused by Pleasant Grove. You see, Pleasant Grove police were working on a search warrant and wanted help ending the standoff through forced entry. The sheriff's office determined they would not do forced entry, but would negotiate the situation. Sheriff Petway called a news conference yesterday and said that there wasn't yet a warrant and that they wouldn't do no-knock warrants. He also said Pleasant Grove police were engaging in character assassination. Now, Pleasant Grove Captain Reed argued that they did obtain a search warrant, that they were working the legal process, and that they have had their own negotiators, so they really needed the SWAT team to help out in case they needed to enter the house. So that's where we are. The good news from last week, though, is that after the arrival of the Vestavia Hill SWAT team, the standoff did end peacefully. They were able to talk the suspect out after more than four hours. Eight suspected human trafficking smugglers were detained in a crackdown on Tuesday, one in Alabama, reports AL.com's Howard Kopowitz. Federal prosecutors allege that Jeremy Dickens was a driver for an organization that smuggled hundreds across the border into the U.S. According to the indictment, victims were put in stash houses in Texas and then moved to other unspecified parts of the country. Dickens was arrested in southwest Alabama and is awaiting transfer to Texas to face charges. Other arrests were made in Mississippi, Louisiana, and Texas. The filing claimed that victims were hidden in suitcases, in truck beds, in the backs of tractor trailers, in empty water tankers, and in boxes strapped to flatbed trailers. It claimed drivers were paid $2,500 per victim smuggled. The Robert Trent Jones Golf Trail is a significant generator of tourism dollars in Alabama. The 11 sites and 26 courses owned by the Retirement Systems of Alabama and operated by Sunbelt Golf Corporation were projected to surpass 600,000 rounds of golf this year, according to Sunbelt. And one of the most sought-after tee times would be the RTJ course at Ross Bridge in Hoover. Well, AL.com's Mike Kaysen reports that the Ross Bridge course has been temporarily closed because the greens are dying. Here's what happened, according to Sunbelt Chairman John Cannon. Now, if you know anything about golf, you know that the best courses pay a lot of attention to the condition of their greens. 
For example, it turns out that they get really bent out of shape when you throw down your putter and disgust on their greens. Don't do that. Also, they'll sand their greens to keep them smooth and aerated and just the right firmness. Well, at Ross Bridge, they had stored some bags of green sand mixture that they use on the greens. Among those bags of green sand mixture, however, there happened to be a 1,000-pound bag of herbicide fertilizer, and you see where this is headed. The herbicide was intended for the Bermuda fairways and not to be spread heavily over the bent grass greens. To get this story to an end, 14 of the 18 greens are dying a slow burn death and will probably have to be replaced. They're going to see if they can inject a charcoal substance to soak up the poison, maybe make them playable in the short run, but they were looking at replacing the bent grass with Bermuda in a few years anyway, so that may happen sooner rather than later. And thank y'all so much for listening. We'll be back here again tomorrow. Until then, stop by and see us on the internet at al.com. Music.